Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we share with you what we taught students this past Sunday morning. So lesson review. So last week, Mariana shared about how it was the kids went over in First Kings to transition from King David to King Solomon. God asked Solomon, hey, what's one thing you want? And Solomon said, give me wisdom. And today, your kids are still going through First Kings. They're going through First Kings chapter 8. And they're going to learn more about King Solomon. And they're going to see that the long-awaited temple is now complete. And Solomon would address the people and dedicate the temple to the service of the Lord. And the first thing that they're gonna see and be taught today is that God is pleased when we humbly and obediently seek and worship Him. Really simple, what is worship? I love how John Piper describes it. He says, true worship is valuing or treasuring of God above all things and is based on a right understanding of God's nature, and it is the right valuing of God's worth. We all worship something, but that's what true worship is. The second thing that y'all's kids will see in the lesson today is that God is always true to his word. They're gonna see that in 1 Kings 8, 12 through 21. And in those verses, Solomon turns from really addressing and speaking to the Lord, and he spoke to the people of Israel. And he first offers a praise to God for being faithful to his promises. That's in verse 15. He indicated that God himself accomplished it all by his own hand. And this is one of the many promises of God that Solomon recognized as being fulfilled. God is always true to his word. That's something that both, whether your kid's four years old or as an adult, we need to be reminded of. And he has to be true to his word because his character is true. He is not a liar. The God of truth cannot speak false words or not fulfill his promises. He has to. It's in his very nature of being of who he is. And then the last point that y'all's kids will really learn today is that God forgives and helps people when they repent and walk with him. That's verses 22 through 61 of 1 Kings 8. They're going through a lot of Bible today, 61 verses. So if you want to read it, you can do that. It's a lot. Um, But also, I love 1 Kings. And in that last point, it's after Solomon's speech to to the people, he's moved to the altar there, and he offers a prayer dedication to the temple. And he opens it with praise and adoration, thanking God for his goodness throughout history and asking God to bring about what he had promised. And then we skip down to really 30 through almost the remainder of that chapter. Those verses in this section, they give special attention to Solomon's desire that the temple would be a place where prayers of repentance would be offered. And that's a really big church word, right? Repentance. That's a word that you may not be familiar with. Really simply what it is, it means to look at your sin and turn and look towards God. Now, I'm a big geek and nerd, and I love like looking up things in the Bible. So one thing that I did is if you look 
it's actually in First John. It, it talks more about repentance. And in the Greek, it's actually very active. Greek was the language that the New Testament was written in. It actually means to look at your sin and not just turn and look towards God, but it's actually the Greek word. There is kind of a, like an athletic word. And it actually means to run from your sin, to flee from it and run towards God. And I love that. Um, you know, because Martin Luther, he's a great church father, started the Protestant Reformation many years ago. He said that all of, of a Christian's life is one of repentance. That all of a Christian's life is one of repentance. You know, as the leaders in your home, we ought to be the, ch the chief repenter. And that can be scary, right? To have to repent openly to your kids. I, it, it's terrifying. And some basic questions to really help you with repentance, because I know some of us might be like, I don't know where to start. The first one is this, how does my failure show my need to repent? How does my failure show my need to repent? And then after that, what sin do I need to confess and repent of? And then this is the hard one, and it takes self-awareness, a lot of self-awareness. What is the root sin? Because most sins are just a fruit of a deeper sin. So that might be something like unbelief, pride, popularity, self-righteousness. That's hard. That takes a lot of work internally. And then the next question is, how is the Holy Spirit convicting me of sin? And then lastly, probably one of the most important ones, how is my sin causing me to be more desperate for Christ? How is my sin causing me to be more desperate for Christ? Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.